0: Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Fani Paidemurri with Healthcare Service Corporation. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Dr. Bill Cap, CEO and founder at Fountain Life. Thank you, Dr. Cap, for joining me today.
1: A uh, pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Bill, uh, can you please tell me more about Fountain Life and how is it different from other health or wellness centers? And where did you really get the idea of Fountain Life from
1: yeah, sure. Happy to do that. So, um, so my background, uh, is as an orthopedic surgeon. I practiced, uh, for a number of years, uh, with a background in molecular immunology as well, and, uh, was always, uh, very interested in how do we improve the cost of healthcare? And how do we improve healthcare delivery? So in the process of not only doing my orthopedic practice, I built imaging centers, I built a surgery center, and then I built, uh, nine hospitals, uh, trying to figure out, you know, how do we improve technology? So I was, always trying to find the latest, newest technology to bring it in and see if we can make things better. And uh, it was about five years ago that I was uh, at a conference with uh, and attended a conference that was hosted by one of our founders, Peter Diamandis. Uh, And Dr. Peter Diamandis, who's well known as kind of a futurist and looking into the future and technology applications, uh, you know, he'd made a very clear and cogent point and that the technology that's available today and the technology that will emerge over the next 10 years is going to fundamentally reshape everything we know about healthcare. But more importantly what it came to very it became very clear is that if we're actually ever going to tackle healthcare costs, we can't have constantly a symptom-based after the fact healthcare delivery system. So what does that mean? It means today from the time you were a small child you're told if you you get sick, uh, you go to the doctor, or or number one, don't go to the doctor unless you're really, really sick. And that's all fine for acute illnesses like a cold or appendicitis. But what happens with chronic disease, which by the way, is 80% of what we treat in the United States and worldwide today, it's chronic disease. And chronic disease, by definition, does not become symptomatic until it's late stage. So by the time that we grasp our chest for heart disease, by the time that we can't walk anymore because we have a neurologic dis- uh, dysfunction, by the time that you know our blood sugar is elevated and we're diabetic, all of those processes have their origin very, very early. And the reality is your body's very good at covering symptoms. So what became very apparent at that meeting is that we were now on the cusp of the technology that could allow us to detect disease at its earliest stages while you still feel healthy and you still feel normal, and detect that disease process and show you a way on either, hey, how to stop it, treat it, or how to reverse it. And in the process, when we saw our members going to our Fountain Life Centers, what we found was that there were about, for all 1,000 members that had been through for the time that we caught things early versus when they would normally have been found, the difference in healthcare spend is about 80%, meaning the cost of healthcare can drop by over 80%, by using this, some of this advanced technology. So that's how we got started. Um, I had built a hospital uh, company in Naples, Florida. We started the first fountain. It wasn't a Fountain Life Center at the time. It was a longevity performance. And Peter and uh, came to visit along with Tony Robbins and we decided to form this new company, Fountain Life. And that was about uh, two and a half years ago.
0: That's excellent. And I actually have a Fountain Life Center that's pretty close to where I live in Dallas, Texas. So definitely would love to visit it one day. Um, Excellent. Thank you so much for that. I, I see early diagnosis definitely being pretty critical for, um, in fact, uh, people, irrespective of their age, uh, demographic, background uh, in every space of life. Uh, what types of screenings are offered at Farm and Life Centers?
1: Yeah, so we do a very complete health assessment, meaning, you know, we, we call it the physical exam 4.0. But the point is, uh, we do a whole body MRI. With 10,000 images that we collect uh, about not only whole body but brain MRI as well, and then we analyze that with artificial intelligence to get further insights. Uh, we also do whole genome sequencing, so we sequence your entire genome, so we know exactly what your risk factors look like going forward, and whether or not you have any genetic variants you need to be aware of. We also do an advanced cardiac screening, which is a called a CCTA with an AI overlay, and what that is is uh, we put a little dye in your vein, we take a quick CAT scan of your heart. It's very low radiation. And then what it does is it allows us to um, then feed that into the artificial intelligence algorithm. And we can tell you exactly if you have any plaque in your arteries and how much and whether it's good plaque or bad plaque and how to reverse it. We also do a whole body body composition analysis with a DEXA scan. Uh, We look at your entire gut microbiome, all the bacteria that are in your mouth and in your lower intestine, because they have immense effects on your health. And then we do Uh, about 120 other blood biomarkers far in excess of what you're ever going to get at a standard physical exam from your family doctor. And then we compile all of this data in addition to functional measurements, strength, strength measurements, uh, mitochondrial function measurements, uh, your physiologic age, according to your DNA, all of this is compiled in an executive summary to not only tell you what your current status of your health is, but also what you can do going forward. And I think that this is where you know the opportunity to optimize your health really comes in because once again we're all optimist about our health. We all think we're healthy, and uh, you know it's not very uh, common for us to see people who are CrossFitters and marathoners and they walk in the door and they find out they have significant coronary disease or they have, you know, or they're pre-diabetic and they had no idea because they're constantly running and exercising and doing all the right things. Unfortunately, some of the right things that you're told from your family doctor. May not be the optimal for you and your genetics and your your current status of your health. So, so those are the things that we do inside a fountain. And then in addition to that, our members come in; they can get therapeutic plasma exchange, which is a new regenerative medicine treatment that we offer that's approved by the FDA. Uh, there are treatments like advanced IV therapies that can improve your, your um, not only your uh, physiologic status but also certainly you know anti-inflammatory status, things of this nature. And there's a whole host of other things we can offer. We have a cosmetics, you know, uh, certain mild cosmetic skin opportunities as well, where you come in and have some aesthetic procedures done, not like a plastic surgeon, but we use regenerative biologics for that.
0: Absolutely. That sounds great. Um, now, I'm getting into the meat of the conversation where I'm really sure. excited about from uh, artificial intelligence, having been an engineer and a technologist myself. Yes. You keen know, on learning how you're leveraging or how content life is leveraging AI technology to really provide the early diagnosis for these potential health issues.
1: Yeah. So there's there's a couple of ways. One is, um, you know, right now the FDA has approved well over 500 uh, AIs for Uh, MRI and CT and things to look at, you know, advanced findings, because the human eye, as good as it is, and that's how we read scans, you know, the radiologist goes in and reads the scan, that's good, but it's not nearly as good as a computer, and so the the machine learning algorithms are much, much better at detecting very subtle changes, and so we use, uh, we use a brain MRI that gives us really deep insights, we can detect, you know, your risk for Alzheimer's 10 years ahead of you potentially developing Alzheimer's, and put you on a different pathway right? Uh, We look at everything from vascular lesions to uh, aneurysms. Uh, We can look at all of that, obviously, on the brain MRI. With the body MRI, we look at body composition, visceral fat, liver fat, lots of different AI algorithms to kind of give us a status of your health. Uh, And obviously, looking for cancer screening as well, using AI algorithms. Uh, We use a T2 diffusion-weighted regression algorithm that can give us literally lights up little small cancers that would normally be overlooked. Uh, because, uh, you know, and this is all new technology. Once again, you know, it's not done at your local hospital because your local hospital is using their MRIs to scan your brain after you've had a stroke, not before, right? So I think that's where we look at the AI algorithms. And then over and above that, we are using AI algorithms right now to look at physiologic age. So we'll look at 800,000 uh, methylation uh, markers on your DNA, and then we can kind of tell you based off of that and using some AI algorithms and machine learning what your physiologic age is. But our real goal is ultimately how do we scale this type of testing to the masses? Because the reason Fountain Life was formed was not uh to be the, you know, the, the scanning and the testing and the treatment centers for only people that can afford it. Really, our the fundamental goal for Fountain is to change healthcare delivery worldwide to a proactive approach using the latest analytics. And part of that the challenge is that. We know that from the time that FDA approves a new technology to the time most physicians will use it in their practice is about 15 years. And the iPhone is less than 15 years old. So you can see, you know, we're not exactly on the cutting edge of any of this in medicine. And so what happens is it's not that doctors wouldn't use the technology, but, A, they don't know how. I mean, the insurance companies won't pay for it or Medicare doesn't pay for it, so they don't hear about it. So there's no marketing campaign around it. There's no detail reps or, you know, drug reps around to push the technology forward. But the other latency gap, and we call that a clinical latency gap, but the other gap is technology to, and what we know is the molecular basis for disease that's, uh, that's been established in science versus what's taught in medical school. And that's another 15 years. So we have a, we're about f- 15 to 30 years behind, you know, where the state of the art of the science is versus how we treat patients. And so as we move forward, you know, our goal is to take this massive data set that we have, and we collect about 150 gigabytes of information on you when you come through your health upload. We call it an upload because we're uploading all the data to our data lakes. And then we're in the process right now of using uh, some of the newer generative AI models uh, to start to train an AI on detecting asymptomatic disease, hopefully from being able to do that with a very reduced data set. Because if we have to wait for you to develop symptoms, which is kind of where most people in healthcare are out mining the data in the hospital system, and that's fine, but by the time you get to the hospital system, you're already kind of broken and your physio- physiology's uh, off, meaning you're no longer in homeostasis. So all the biomarkers we would want to use to check the detect early disease progression Uh, are kind of ruined at that point. And so we want you when you're asymptomatic to come through screening. And then our goal will be to take all this massive data along with sequential screening on an annual basis to detect disease early and find out what biomarkers are highly correlated or what group of biomarkers are highly correlated with that disease process. And our goal ultimately is to get down to a single tube of blood and possibly a sample of urine to be able to get all the same information that we're doing with a very in-depth a pretty expensive assessment right now so we're we're using this our our members our partners with us and we're very grateful for our membership because they understand the mission for fountain and they understand you know number one they pay for the screening service because they have a the vested interest in it personal but also they understand they're contributing to the body of knowledge that will allow us to democratize access to all of this information worldwide and so ultimately the goal here is to get to something that can be widely scaled around the world with a whole different set of biomarkers. And once again, uh, you know, when we look at what's going on with ChatGPT and and BARD and all of these other uh, clever uh, large language models and generative AI, we think they're really interesting, but they're only looking for symptom-based healthcare, meaning it's already chronic. Now, it's going to make your doctor a better diagnostician of the chronic disease that you already have. But the question is, do you want to know early when you can do something to avoid getting chronic disease or do you want to wait until it's late when now we're just treating the symptoms and trying to reverse or try to stabilize what is already an advanced process.
0: Uh, Bill. It was uh, great talking to you. I definitely enjoyed um, and learned a lot more in terms of preventive health. Uh, I'm going to log on to and ask the viewers also to log on to fountainlife.com and learn more about what Fountain Life and the great uh, technological innovation that Fountain Life is going through. But uh, once again, I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Uh, Please visit tech.com for additional interviews.
1: Great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.